0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Amen. Jesus went away and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And on the Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get all this? What is the wisdom given to him? What mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. And he could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands upon a few sick people and healed them, and he marveled because of their unbelief, and he went about among the villages teaching. The Gospel of the Lord. as we start with the first reading for today we have this kind of profound encouragement from saint paul with regards to the struggle against sin and the movement towards perfection and he sets before us the right model for our own imitation but also for that cause of zeal that should be there right so we can sometimes fall into a trap as we see in today's gospel we can fall into the trap of kind of that losing of zeal with regards to the movement towards sanctification and that war against sin. And so what St. Paul points out is that for our model, he says, well, first and foremost, you have not yet resisted sin to the point of shedding your blood. So he's pointing out Christ crucified. He's saying if you want to see the extents that you should go with the resistance towards sin and the efforts that you should put in towards sanctification look to Christ crucified. Look to the extent of his love with which he exerts himself for our sake and for our salvation. And that measure of love, then, that is our example. But as St. Teresa of Calcutta says, when we look at Christ crucified, when we look at Christ on the cross, that is an image of how much he loved us then. But when we look at Christ in the Blessed Sacrament, that's an image of how much he loves us now. And so when we look to Christ in the Blessed Sacrament and in the Eucharist, that is Him Himself present to us in His love under the humble forms of bread and wine. And so it is this humble Christ that can sometimes be missed because of the ordinariness of His appearance. And that's the tragedy that we see in the gospel today. When He goes back to His own, when He returns to Nazareth, and He steps into the synagogue, The synagogue that he would have been at as he grew up, the synagogue that he would have sat, so the synagogue, if you have ever seen one of the Jewish synagogues, especially at that time, if you go to the Holy Land, they've kind of renovated, they've kind of excavated and seen some of these uh, places, especially like in Magdala, I think they've just found uh, one of the most kind of intact uh, floor spaces of a synagogue, which is really interesting to see. But it was fairly simple. It was beautifully ordained on the inside, but the focus was the Word of God. The focus was the study of the Word of God uh, in order to seek understanding in terms of that Word. And so what would happen in the synagogue typically is they would arrive in the synagogue, there would be a reading from the Torah, they would then pray the Shema, you know, the great prayer for the Jewish people and for us from Deuteronomy, which is, uh, hear, O Israel, The Lord your God is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, right? And so that is that prayer that they would also pray, this central prayer of their worship in the synagogue, and it begins with that message, hear, O Israel, right? Open your ears to listen to God, hear, O Israel, and then it gives that fundamental message of revelation, which is who God is, he is one. And what our response should be, which is you should love him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. There should be this full exertion of yourself in loving God, which is similar to what St. Paul had spoken about in his letter to the Hebrews. And so they would then read from the Torah, they would pray the Shema, then they would also read Psalms, and then someone would stand up, one of the leaders, and give a homily, an explanation of the text in terms of the understanding, but also how it would apply to daily life. And so this would be their routine as they gathered around the Word. And little did they know that in their little town of Nazareth, that as they gathered around uh, trying to understand the Word, the Word himself was sitting on the bench in the synagogue, listening to them every single week as he grew up, right? And he's just receiving. And you can imagine what his disposition was in the synagogue as he grew up in Nazareth. And we can see that it wasn't one of teaching because now they are shocked. As soon as he goes up to that reading table, that reading desk, and as soon as he reads out from the scroll and then begins to give understanding, now they are put into a total kind of almost turmoil, which is like, where did he get this? Because we've seen him sitting here every week. We've seen him receiving from our teachings, and what he is returning is beyond what we have given. And yet you have this great tragedy, which is that they are struggling to understand because of the ordinariness of his appearance in their midst. Isn't this Jesus? Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this the one that we know or that we think we know is a better statement, that we think we know? And so they've become used to him. And they think that their knowledge of him encapsulates everything that he is. And they can't even begin to open their mind to the fact that they might be wrong on that point. And so that in that unwillingness to open their mind to the truth that is speaking to them, literally truth himself is speaking to them. And they know that what he says is true because it doesn't say that they are scandalized by what he said but amazed by what he said. Where did he get this? And they call it wisdom. So they know that it is wisdom. They know that it is beyond them. And yet his appearance is not beyond them. And so for us also is that we can become used to Christ. Because of the humility of the ways in which he comes to us, how he speaks to us so humbly through scripture in such an ordinary way, with such simple parables about ordinary life, Sometimes the wisdom of Scripture can be rejected. We can think, well, I know all of those stories from the gospel, why should I go back and contemplate them? Because they are full of the same wisdom that spoke to the people of Nazareth that we see in the synagogue today. Or we can become used to his presence in the blessed sacrament, so ordinary in appearance to our eyes and to our senses, and yet the God of all power and majesty is the one who is present here in our midst. Do we respond to what our senses tell us? Or do we respond to what our faith tells us? And so also for us, we need to pray for that increase of that faith and that zeal, that we never think that we have encapsulated God with our knowledge of him, but we always allow his revelation to break in and to form our understanding of him that we always allow his words to break in and to reform our knowledge of God, that we can come to know him truly so that we can also then love him truly. And so what we see here is we, are given a, we have an example from those in Nazareth of what not to do, as often happens in the Gospels. And so we pray for the grace to do the opposite, that as Christ comes, who has been with us as well in our growing up, if you will, in the church, and as he has kind of quietly sat in the tabernacle and watched all of the goings-on, as he sits now in the tabernacle and he listens to my feeble attempts to preach the Word, the Word himself watches. The Word himself is present. And so the same mystery that happened in this synagogue in Nazareth happens for us every day. And our encounter with the Lord is something that we should never kind of put into the shelf of things that we know and understand. We should always be amazed by the fact that he is present to us, that he is here, that he speaks to us, and that the word that we come to understand in the scriptures is here in his love. Amen.